Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts uh, and this is episode 166 of season 4 and we are going to conclude our study uh, this week of 1 Samuel um, where we are looking at 1 Samuel chapters 8 to 10, 13 and 15 to 18 um, in the week of June the 13th to June the 19th of course today being the 19th. Uh, We are going to conclude with the rest of chapter 17, uh, looking at the story of David and Goliath. Of course, a classic story, probably one of the most well-known stories, to be fair, uh, of the Old Testament in the secular world in which we live today. You know, when you speak about Goliath and David, you know, many people will know to some degree um, what this story is about, even if it is just simply that there was a a boy that took on a a giant, as it were. Uh, So... David, of course, comes along and we've spoken yesterday briefly about Goliath and introduced his character. And so David, as we know him already, comes along. He's sent by Jesse to take some um, supplies uh, to the army. Uh, And in verse 23, uh, he has seen the army. He salutes his brethren. Three of his brothers are in this army of Israel that are battling against the Philistines. And once again, Goliath comes out. In verse 23, it says, And as he talked with them, behold, there came up the champion, the Philistine of Gath, Goliath by name, out of the armies of the Philistines, and spake according to the same words. And David heard them. So basically, as we know, it was for 40 days he was doing this. Now, whether it was specifically 40 days or around 40 days or just a a sustained period of time, which is what sometimes in the scriptures 40 days is used for, um, we don't know. But we know that he came out and he said the same thing again about sending out a champion to meet him. Um, the men of Israel are, af- are afraid of him uh, and he is, uh, and they are unsure what to do. Um, in verse 26, David's response is fascinating, for, to say the least. He says, What shall be done to the man that killeth this Philistine and taketh away the reproach from Israel? For who is this uncircumcised Philistine that he should defy the armies of the living God? He is so focused on the fact that Israel is God's people. He knows the covenants that the Lord has made with Israel, and he knows that the Lord will fulfill his side of his covenant. That will take, that must take great faith uh, for him to say the thing that he's just said. Uh, And yet, he says it because he knows that the Lord will support his people. Um, Eliab, his eldest brother, is a a bit cross with him, and says, uh, Why camest thou down hither, and with whom hast thou left these few sheep in the wilderness? I know thy pride, and the naughtiness of thine heart, for thou art come down that thou might seest the battle. Um, so he's basically saying, we sh- You shouldn't even be here. Like You just want to see a battle. Like You should be off looking after the sheep. Uh, and yet, David puts steps forward and says that he will take on this Goliath. Um, but then... Um, he, he goes forward to Saul, uh, the king of the Israelites, of course, at this time. Saul has heard about David's um, claims and brings him to him. And in verse 32, David says, Let no man's heart fail because of him. Thy servant will go and fight with this Philistine. Um, Saul at first denies him and says, You can't, you are too young, uh, and he be a man of war from his youth. Um, but then David explains why he is able to do this or why he believes he can. Um, he gives two reasons, and I like to. I want to break down what he says because it isn't just simply he knows that God will protect him. There is more to what he says about why he knows that he will be able to be successful in this um, suggestion that he is saying. 
In verses 34 uh, to 37, he says, And David said, Thy servant keep, kept his father's sheep. And there came a lion and a bear and took a lamb out of the flock. And I went out after him and smote him and delivered it out of his mouth. And when he arose against me, I caught him by his beard and smote him and slew him. Thy servant slew both the lion and the bear. And this uncircumcised Philistine shall be as one of them, seeing he hath defied the armies of the living God. David said, Moreover, the Lord that delivered me out of the paw of the lion and out of the paw of the bear, he will deliver me out of the hand of this Philistine. Now, this response by David is clearly persuasive enough because Saul says, you can go. In fact, he says, go and the Lord be with thee. I don't know if that is the case of Saul honestly saying, trusting in God that God will protect him or just saying, well, good luck. It does seem like probably the former because don't forget, if David does lose this fight, then Saul's army loses. And whether this is obviously a battle that maybe Saul is not so worried about losing, maybe, or maybe... Uh, he does actually have faith that the Lord will help David. We're not sure. But David says two things, that the Lord will help him, of course, and he has clearly got the faith that the Lord will help him, help him overcome his challenges. But he also refers to his own strength and his own experience in fighting the lion and the bear and points out that whilst, you know, this Philistine is a much more different uh, opponent um, than, a, than a, a wild lion and a bear, um, he is a trained person in combat. Uh, he feels he has seen enough miracles and blessings in his own life so far where the Lord has preserved him, that he will also preserve him against Goliath. How many times in our lives do we need to have that faith where perhaps we are faced with something, a huge challenge, which is something that we just feel totally um, incapable or not able to do? And yet, we need to remember two things. Firstly, that the Lord is with us and that if we trust in him, if it be the right thing, he will help us. Uh, but also that we can also re remember the miracles and the things that, that the Lord has done to help us previously as well. Uh, and that will also uh, sustain us in our strength. Now, of course, uh, David is given uh, Saul's armor and his sword. And he says, um, I cannot go with these, for I have not proved them. And David put them off him. What he means by that is that he hasn't worked with these kind of things. He hasn't uh, had the strength to, or built up the strength to use those. And so, as we know, he took a staff and took five smooth stones out of a, out of a river or a brook nearby and his sling, and he went to the Philistine. Now, before we get to the confrontation, I want to share this quote uh, by President Thomas S. Monson. He said, quote, I like to think of David as the righteous lad who had the courage and the faith to face insurmountable odds when all others hesitated and to redeem the name of Israel by facing that giant in his life, Goliath of Gath. Well, might we look carefully into our own, our own lives and judge our courage, our faith? Is there a Goliath in your life? Is there one in mine? Does he stand squarely between you and your desired happiness? Or your Goliath may not carry a sword or hurl a her verbal challenge of insults that all may hear and force you to, to decision. He may not be ten feet tall, but he likely will appear equally as formidable, and his silent challenge may shame and embarrass. Um, the giant you face will not diminish in size or in power or strength by your vain hoping, wishing, or waiting for him to do so. Rather, he increases in power as, he, as his hold upon you tightens. Envy, greed, fear, laziness, doubt, vice, pride, lust, selfishness, discouragement, all spell Goliath. 
Uh, the battle for our immortal souls is no less important than the battle fought by David. The enemy is no less formidable. The help of Almighty God no further away. What will our action be? Like David of old, our cause is just. We have been placed on earth not to fail or fall victim to temptation snare, but rather to succeed. Our giants, our Goliath, must be conquered. Just as David went to the brook, well, might we go to our source of supply, the Lord? What polished stones will you select to defeat the Goliath that is robbing you of your happiness by smothering your opportunities? Close quote. I loved this quote by President Monson because I think it summarises brilliantly um, what um, this story represents for us today, that Goliaths are in all of our lives. And the list that he gave, I think, encompasses every single individual on the earth like everyone will have one of those several things that he mentioned that they're that they're working on in their lives and so what can we do what will we what we what will we do to remove this goliath it won't just go away goliath did not just go away but we need to select our um, tools very carefully our five polished stones as it were what are your five polished stones um, is prayer an important part in your life that it is enough to be a stone that is in your arsenal is your study of the scriptures something which brings you strength and uh, capability to do the things that you need to? Is it your family? Is your family something that helps you to, to draw strength uh, and um, and help you believe in, in yourself as well? It could be a number of things, but we all face Goliaths. Of course, we know that as the story goes, because I'm going to have to finish off quickly here, um, that David defeats Goliath. Uh, and it is something which... Um, we can all learn from is how we can move forward with that strength to overcome our challenges in our lives as well. Thank you so much for sharing this time today. Thank you for sharing your study. Uh, please do share your study on the in the on the Facebook group Church of Jesus Christ Study Session with Come Follow Me or email session at gmail.com to share your thoughts and feedback. And I'd love to share some of it on our Monday episode uh, tomorrow. Thank you very much for your time. And until we meet again. <music>